I'll reference some Raffy. This is the Dave and Checky Show. Hey, Reverend Marty here. Corley, you're on the line. Reverend Marty, hi. It's me, Shecky. I just had some questions for you. Yeah, what is it? Oh, uh, hey. what, what church exactly are you from? Church of Martin. Church of Martin. The Martin Contensus. Is that the, the, the black uh, comedian Martin? That's exactly right. I see. But I'm, uh, I'm the local rep here. Ah. Uh, we're not all black in this church. Mm. Okay, this is a multi, uh, multi-nationality uh, multi-cultural. church here. Yes, that's right. exactly right. This is the multicultural uh, church, of Mar- church of Martin. Okay, uh, and when are tax exempt corporate organization? Okay, essentially we're just doing it because to get the, the tax exemption. And wh- when you said we're just doing it, we're what just is doing it? You know, this whole thing we've organized. Uh-huh. What is it? What no, do you, you know, do? Okay, meetings. Uh-huh. You know, support groups. Uh, what do you support of? Support of? I'm sorry. You know, uh, you know, we like to support people who want to jog in uh, 95 degree weather in black uh, plastic bags. Okay. So that you pass out and ruin your career. I see. Then we encourage you to uh, take a gun to the airport. Well, I see. It. I see. Is this just something Martin has done? Both of those things. Well, of course. It's, okay. You know, practice what you preach here uh-huh. at the Church of Martin. <laughs> Well, I kind of dig the church. Gina! Okay, Jesus Christ. Gina! That's a little loud. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, well, Remember uh, at the Church of Martin, we scream out lines from the, from the show. Uh-huh. Not, you know, just not necessarily punchlines, but just, you know, lines like, Gina! How about, is there a St. Janene? Shanene. Shanene. Yes, there is. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying that for me. But I do not know how to do that one. Good. Good for all of us. Anyway. Well, okay. Well, thank you, uh, Marty, Reverend Marty of the Church of Martin. Everybody who's anointed is Reverend Marty. Uh, Oh, I see. I'm Reverend Marty 07. Oh, I see. I happen to have been in line early, but there is thousands of us. Hmm. That's amazing. Well, uh, may Martin bless you and, and yours in this time of struggles. Thank you. He was just about to make a comeback, our church leader, and now this. You know what? Don't call it a comeback. Whoa. Uh, welcome, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 72. Hey, man, you're 72. Right on. Episode number 72 of the Middle-Aged Cool Kids Super Terrific Podcast Featuring your pals, Doc Shenanigans and Boney Maroney in the morning. Boney Maroney? Okay, I'll be Boney Maroney. I'm not very shenanigany. <laughs> I'm Doc Shenanigans. How you doing? Uh-huh. Hey, Boney, what's now? Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh. Okay. Does That's... pot 
Does pot make you? Uh, it's, it's called the kettle black. Is no, I'm just saying. Is 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 weed the catalyst for these? Is weed or does weed? Okay. Uh, anyway, uh, today's episode is not about Bonnie Maroney. Bonnie Maroney. And, uh, In the morning. Dr. Shenanigans. Was Doc it? Shenanigans. Doc coming Shen- at you. Uh-huh. Coming at you. Really, Doc Shenanigans in the morning. Oh, Bonnie's out getting uh, breakfast. Oh, excellent. Uh, uh, anyway, episode number 72, believe it or not, is all about heavy metal. And you can't record it in Dublin. Now, uh, let me just tell you uh, what Wikipedia thinks heavy metal is. Pickleweedia. That's my new site. Pickleweedia? Yeah. It's all about the pot. Pickleweedia. Oh, I see. Excellent. Good good, good one, Dave. Yeah. Um, heavy metal, or simply metal, is a genre of rock music that developed in the late 60s and early 70s, largely in the United Kingdom and the United States. Oh, that's the UK. With roots in blues rock, psychedelic rock, and acid rock, the bands that created heavy metal developed a thick, massive sound characterized by highly amplified distortion, extended guitar solos, emphatic beats, and overall loudness. The genre's lyrics and performance styles are sometimes associated with aggression and machismo. Oh, I love machismo. (laughs) Aggression and Machismo, playing this weekend at the Mercury Lounge. Excellent. Mm. So what do you what do you say about Wikipedia's... Uh, uh, that's okay. actually a fairly good assessment, except for the part about Machismo. Oh. I don't know what the hell they're talking about there. I think they're trying to put down heavy metal. Heavy metal. I think this is something a woke person would say about heavy metal. Machismo. Well, what was that movie we watched? Stir Crazy. Stir Crazy. Stir Crazy? Is that what it's called? No. Stir Crazy is Richard still, Pryor. Still crazy. Well, there's only two reasons to get you to haul your ass up here. Either I owe you money, or you want to put the bond back together. They were called Strange Fruit. Strange Fruit. Been fruits a long time. So which fruit's which then? Well, I'm posh fruit. And they were one of the greatest bands of the 70s. They all hated each other in the end. Oh, height's a bit heavy. That was then. This is now. Still crazy. Sign this, please. Shoe for me. Best wishes to who? I need a signature for the pizzas. Well, that was a very good movie about heavy metal. It really was. Uh, that was kind of like a uh, even. Well, I'm not going to say it was better than Spinal Tap, but it was. It was interesting. It was interesting. Now, it was very funny, and we highly recommend it. Yes. I would say that, uh, yeah, well, you know, that's a good assessment. Now, who, who, in your opinion, is the first heavy metal band? Uh, or what was the her- first heavy metal music? I, I, I'm going to have to say, in my opinion, it's Ozzy. So Black you're Sabbath. saying Black Sabbath. 
I'm saying black satin. Look, look, there was heavy, there was hard rock. I'd say Ze- some of Zeppelin stuff is very hard. Black Sabbath is as early as Zeppelin. But I think Black Sabbath is. I mean that. What year's the first Black Sabbath album? 1970. I think it's even earlier than that. Let me let me look. 69. Hold on, please, please hold. Uh, Black Sabbath were an English rock band formed in Birmingham in 1968. All right, now first of all, that's fine, but no, w- wait a second now. Uh huh. Outside of Black Sabbath. Well, did you just ask me when their first record was? Yes, but just on a side note. Okay. I'm going to take it another direction with another color. Oh, oh, deep purple. Deep purple. Uh-huh. Now, what do you think about that? I think that they are like Zeppelin. I think they're they're heavier, or ha- they can be heavier. Not well, all of their stuff I thought was. Hush is definitely not heavy metal. That's what I'm saying. Okay, you, Dave, hmm? let me finish the thought about when all Black right. Sabbath's first record was because right. you asked me. Cut that me. part out. No, I'm not cutting it out. Oh, but jeez. We just cut, just gotta stick with one thing at okay. a time. Okay. Black Sabbath's first record, Black Sabbath, is from 1970, uh, even though they formed in 1968. Yeah, that's what I said, 1970. You certainly did, so good for you. Now, let me tell you something. Deep Purple also formed in England in 1968. Their, their album came out before 1970. <sighs> Hush is before Zeppelin. You mean uh, Sabbath? Uh, Hush is before Sabbath. Excuse me. God damn it. The sh- uh, Shades of Deep Purple, the album, came out in 1968. Now, Deep Purple... Uh, here's the thing. Uh-huh. I'm going to have to say that Pink Floyd... Oh, my God. ...started the whole obsession with colors. So, what I'm saying is... I hate you. Deep Purple uh-huh. is before Black Sabbath. All right. And the they Pink named Floyd? themselves that because it was cool to name yourself a color band. I see. So, 
Black, Deep Purple is before Black Sabbath. Mm-hmm. Black Sabbath is after Led Zeppelin. Now, why they didn't name themselves a color, I don't know. Maybe lead is a color. Oh, my God. <laughs> Maybe lead is silverish, and so it's... That is exactly right. There you go. Lead pencil, lead, lead Zeppelin. It's Moody. a silver balloon. Holy shit. So you've, saw, you've <laughs> added to the conundrum. There you go. Was it a moral conundrum? Conundrum. Uh, all right, so let's just. St- so if you're you're now trying to push the Deep Purple, tell me what song of theirs. Well, that's what I'm trying to figure out now. Is, what song of theirs is is, is early? Because uh, I think I'm just repeating what I've heard people say. Because I can't think of an early Deep Purple song that's really heavy metal. What is it? Which what which one is it? Let's see here. It says uh, we can. Oh, oh, go ahead. Wikipedia said, in 1968, three of the genre's most famous pioneers, Led Zeppelin, Black Sabbath, and Deep Purple, were founded. Though they came to attract wide audiences, they were often derided by critics. Following the blue print laid down by Led Zeppelin and Black Sabbath, several American bands modified heavy metal into more accessible forms during the 70s. Uh, Let me see here. I mean, space trucking... I guess it's kind of so you know that over that distorted he- organ that they use can kind of lend itself to a heavy metal sound. feel like Black Sabbath is the first popular band that did that really hard heavy metal sound. Blue Cheer, another color band. Yes. I'm looking for, you know, uh, hold on here. It says here, uh, Led Zeppelin defined central aspects of the emerging genre with Page's highly distorted guitar style and singer Robert Plant's dramatic wailing vocals, other bands with a more consistently heavy pure metal sound would prove equally important in codifying the genre. Such as who? The 1970s release by Black Sabbath, Black Sabbath, generally accepted as the first heavy metal album and Paranoid, and Deep Purple in Rock, which was their uh, fourth album, were crucial in this regard. So they are saying Deep Purple in Rock is... uh, I'll, maybe the songs will. I don't know what your rock is. Speed King, Bloodsucker. Oh, I know Speed King. Is everybody, that metal? I know Speed King. Is that heavy metal, do you think? I guess you could call that kind of metal.
What year did that come out? 1970. Oh, okay. See, that's Ian Pace, the drummer. That's his thing. So, so when people say that Black Sabbath or Ozzy, the godfather of heavy metal, are you are you disagreeing? No, I will not disagree with that. Good. And I will not disagree with. Uh, uh, and then, uh, well, now what about the concept that uh, what's his name, Stephen K. The guy from uh, Steppenwolf? Did he coin the term? Oh, heavy this, metal? The actual term heavy metal? Now, their music gets kind of heavy. But he just happened to say heavy metal thunder. I think he was talking about motorcycles, though. I think you're right. Uh, but people often say, well, he coined the term heavy metal. I happened to be in a band that uh, toured with them briefly and we opened for Steppenwolf. And they had a synthesizer, they had a uh, computer as a bass player. They didn't have a bass player. The bass player's parts were sequenced. That's what heavy metal was. Let's see here. It says, uh, Sir Lord Baltimore. I love that guy. Do you? No. Oh. He's the organ player? Sir Lord Baltimore's 1970 debut album, that's a, just a band. Oh, like Jethro Tull? He's really a good farmer. Baltimore was an American heavy metal band from Brooklyn, New York, formed in 1968, oh. led by lead vocalist and drummer John Garner, guitarist Louis Dombra, and bassist Gary Justin. Never heard of any of those guys. Well, what about Vanilla? What about uh, Carmine Apice? He might be the American originator of heavy metal. Okay, but I, Dave, just let me... Vanilla Fudge. Okay. Go on now. Sir Lord Baltimore's 1970 debut album and both Humble Pie's debut and self-titled third album were all among the first albums to be described in print as heavy metal. I can't imagine that Humble Pie is heavy metal.
You're telling me Peter Frampton is originator of heavy metal? I don't know. I'm just ta- I'm just reading here. Um, Humble Pie. Steve uh, Marriott. Listen, with Humble Pie's "As Safe as Yesterday," uh, that's their debut album, being referred to by the term heavy metal in a 1970 review in Rolling Stone magazine. All right. Well, who started calling it heavy metal? Rolling Stone. No, I don't think so. Cream. Let's see. In 1968, the sound that would become known as heavy metal began to coalesce. That January, the San Francisco band Blue Cheer released a cover of Eddie Cochran's classic Summertime Blues from their debut album, Vince Bus Eruptum. Okay, we, we've got a problem here. Can you just... Houston. One? Okay. Uh, that many consider the first true heavy metal recording. The same month, Steppenwolf released its self-titled debut album, including Born to be Wild, which refers to heavy metal thunder in describing a motorcycle. In July, the Jeff Beck group, whose leader had preceded Page as the Yardbirds guitarist, released its debut record, Truth, featured some of the most molten, barbed, downright funny noises of all time, Breaking ground for generations of metal axe slingers. Well, who's the drummer on that one? Cozy Powell, I think. Now, or Carmine a piece. Now, what I'm saying is, if they're going to go this far, well, they're going for the original originator and creator of heavy metal is Pete Townsend. Drums is Mickey Waller. On okay, that you're job. Mickey Waller. All right, Your I'm telling you, it's is Pete Mickey Townsend. Waller. It's Pete Townsend, no. ladies and gentlemen. Look, when did Live at Leeds? Live at Leeds. This it's the original heavy metal album. Get out of here. No more. Dick, End of story. You asked me who was the drums. They are wrong. On Live Jeff at Leeds. You, who, who do you think? Band. Who do you think did Summertime Blues first? And then didn't wait for Blue me cheer? to look it up. Okay, maybe Blue Cheer. Didn't wait for me to look up to answer, so then I tell you who the drummer is, and you're you're already onto the who. That's what I'm, I'm saying. not even part of that conversation. Yeah, because you won't you won't let me interject at the right time. I'm trying to tell you. You asked me who the drummer was exactly, and why you're telling me? You brought up another interesting point. How? What well, I didn't Be- say anything. Blue cheer. Releasing summertime blues. Uh huh. That's not heavy metal. If anything, that's a precursor to punk music. That's not heavy metal. They're just they whatever. That's fine. History has corrected their incorrect view at the time. Well, I think I think views change. I think shit molds. In perspective, they're incorrective. What? In perspective, they got the wrong corrective. All right. So you no longer care who the drummer was on that Jeff Beck album. No, you you told me, Mickey Waller, but I could have sworn it was someone else. When I said Mickey Waller, you said Pete Townsend. Yeah, Pete Townsend invented heavy metal. I see. Uh, Prove me wrong. Well, I'm going to now search for, for The Who on this page and see where it comes up. And you know what else he invented? Punk rock. You know what else he invented? Classic rock. Pete Townsend, a goddamn savior. Savior of music, contemporary music. Pete Townsend, president. In his book, Metalhead, psychologist Jeffrey Arnett refers to heavy metal concerts as the sensory equivalent of war. Following the lead set by Jimi Hendrix, Cream, and The Who, early heavy metal acts such as Blue Cheer set new benchmarks for volume. So no one is saying uh, that the Who 
was uh, a, f- a father of the one of the godfathers of metal in this particular article. Yeah, they, they listen to the uh, instrumental section. Uh, I forgot what it's called. It's the inter- instrumental instrumental section in Tommy. Mm-hmm. And it's on live at Leeds. Mm-hmm. It's uh, heavy metal. I hate to tell you. to break it to all the naysayers out there mm-hmm. but Townsend's the one can we bring Reverend Marty back he's uh, jogging right he now he seems very much more optimistic and fun loving than Pete Townsend's the cat man Doc's Doc shenanigans he, fuck, <laughs> he fucking invented all this stuff okay so you so it is no longer Ozzy Osbourne well it was until they started going to their fucking extremes I see I'm taking it back now oh you're taking it back and who do you think influenced Ozzy Osbourne fucking the who fucking the who why do you think all these bands reckon back to the who who do you think influenced fucking Van Halen the who actually and Queen they talk a lot about a Queen I don't want to talk about Queen why is that you don't like Queen no I see that's imposer shit man Oh, it's a symposium. I love Queen. I like Queen. I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. Like the drummer. Uh, okay. What's his name? Roger uh, Taylor? Taylor. Roger Hawkins. Okay. I don't know. One of those guys. Oh, okay, great. Uh, but you love him. So Taylor Hawkins. Uh huh. So uh, you are discounting all of this: the Zeppelin, the Sabbath, the Deep Purple. Zeppelin's right in there. Well, this is the thing. I don't think Zeppelin really. What? Zeppelin's kind of, you know, how many more times? That's pretty fucking heavy metal.
kind of swinging heavy metal. Let me tell you a little story quickly. When I worked at uh, K-Rock a long time ago, they had a station that they converted from WJIT, which was Heat Radio. It was a Spanish station, and they became a Z-Rock affiliate. Yeah. And I worked as a board op at Z-Rock, and the day they switched from WJIT to Z-Rock, they played, I think, the whole weekend, maybe Zeppelin. 48 hours, Zeppelin. We would just sit there and put Zeppelin records on and play them over and over and over again, like every record in its entirety, front and back. So they obviously, Z-Rock at the time, or K-Rock, who was, you know, launching their Z-Rock affiliate, uh, definitely thought of Zeppelin as heavy metal. Yeah, I gotta say, I gotta say Zeppelin for sure. And also, let's not forget but about Townsend Judas was Priest. Before Zeppelin. Judas Priest. Yeah, but I don't know. Formed They're, in 1969. When did their first album come out? Let's see. I thought their first album didn't come out to like 1975 or seven or something. That could be, but they formed in 1969, and Rockarola is from 74. All right. So but their early stuff's more like hard rock, isn't it? You know, and talk about machismo. His lyrics are fucking about Fire Island. Right. Jesus Christ. All right. Uh, that's fine. I'm just saying. They've been around since 69. Um, yeah, no, no pun intended. <laughs> you need to stop now. <laughs> the pretty things no one mentions them you've mentioned them before why do you mention them all the time i don't know they were kind of pretty heavy for their time and i'm gonna fucking have to give it up to goddamn uh, dave davies there 
Yeah, but that was see, there's a fine line between who invented heavy metal and who invented punk because they all kind of have loud mute volume in common. The pretty the the pretty things are an English rock band formed in September of '63. I love the pretty things, man. So uh, they're even earlier than everyone, right? If if indeed they're metal, do mm. you really think they are? They might. I mean, does anyone say they are? No, I would say they're, they're not- psychedelic rock, but. Some people might say that they are the beginning of that. And maybe no one says Pink Floyd has anything to do with metal. They're more what? Psychedelic art rock? I would, I would say that they are the psychedelic. They, I mean, they say here with roots in blues rock, psychedelic rock, and acid rock. So, so I'm thinking that's mm-hmm. like Cream, uh, yeah. Pink Floyd. Cream, and yeah. I hear you. The Kinks maybe? No, not the Kinks. You can't say, see, this is the thing. You can't say that Jimi Hendrix was heavy metal. I just don't agree with that. Well, is he what they would consider the blues rock? Yeah, he's blues rock, but he's not, you know, he, just because he played loud doesn't mean he's heavy metal. Yeah, but I think the, I think it's... Anyway, I, I don't agree with it. All right, then. That's fine. You, don't, you, you rarely do agree with Wikipedia. It's why I read it, David. God damn it. So, I have uh, gone to Ranker yeah. to see what their heavy metal, their top ten heavy metal bands of all time are. All right. And I want to see if you agree with Ranker. And if you don't, we will find out who you think all right, are the top. Let's, let's see what you got. All right. You're a little testy today. Yeah. All right. It's tough times. Everybody's what? freaking out. I I understand, but that's why we're doing a lighthearted uh, episode about heavy metal. So right. Don't be angry if you must channel your inner. I'm going into the parking lot, Reverend Marty. I'm in the heavy metal parking lot. Uh-huh. Number ten, according to Ranker.com. Gina. Megadeth. That's the number 10? That's their number 10, Megadeth. Okay, I can live with that. What's their number 9? You don't uh, have anything bad or good to say about Megadeth? Uh, okay, well, I would say that I like them more than Metallica. Okay. Uh, I like Dave Mustaine. I think he's ta- he's kind of funny, actually. And he's talented. Let me just ask you uh, something. Uh, yeah. You know, No, let's get through the list. Because then I'm going to just be like you and just switching and changing subjects. I don't, yeah, see, I don't take Metallica, man. Okay, but we're not, we talked about Megadeth. Those guys are cunts. All right, number nine. Yeah. Dio. Oh, don't you see what I mean? 
Dio. Mm-hmm. You got Dio. He's not Dio is not a heavy metal act. He's Dio. How about Rainbow? So you uh, disagree about Dio being number nine? Is Holy Diver. Dio is a Dio's a band. Yeah. He's a, he's a he's a leader. He's a lead singer. He's a he's a free he's a solo act. Dio so was an American heavy metal band formed in 1982. Oh, they called Dio. The band was called Dio. Yes. Uh, that guy doesn't have an ego problem. What is he, Carlos? Hey, Santana. Sit down. Dio was an American heavy metal band formed in 1982 and led by vocalist Ronnie James Dio after he left Black Sabbath with intentions to form a new band with fellow former Black Sabbath member Vinny Apice. Hey, Vinny. Apache. 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 Okay. Okay. Number eight. Motorhead. Okay, yeah. I don't like them very much, but I don't mind them. Why don't you like Motorhead? Well, because musically, I don't understand. There's nothing happening. (laughs) (laughs) There's nothing going on there. It's an empty nest. Oh, all right. You know, it's fast. Guy gotcha. That's not. That is not good bass playing. It's substance. He makes Gene Simmons look like Jaco Pistorius. That is a hard thing to do. Man. Number <laughs> number seven. Yes. Metallica. Madonna, Mutt Lang. All right. Uh, yeah, I, you know Metallica. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. I'm not, well, who am I to say? I'm not a. I'm not the king of this genre. All right. That's what people, I want to ask you. People don't like Lars Ulrich, though. 
you know, people say that he's not the greatest drummer. Oh, okay. Then again, you know, I think his early stuff, there's some stuff from 1980 or 81, their first album. Yeah, it sounds good to me. Okay. Number six. Yeah. Judas Priest. Okay, yeah, and it was they became even heavier, didn't they? They became they started off as a hard rock band and became death metal. You think they became death metal? I don't know. Some of that later stuff's kind of extreme. I don't think they ever oh, became death know. metal. Listen I think to some of that. Okay, not death metal, but very heavy metal. Okay. Very. I mean, speed. They became speed metal. I, I don't know what. The, I guess maybe they were always that. What's so, what song are you saying that was like death or speed? I don't know. There's some later stuff where he's screaming and they're playing really fast, and it's not like something you want to listen to. <laughs> For that matter, how about Ted Nugent? Isn't he a pro, profound a pro? What is it? Prodigitator. Prodigitist. Prodigitator. Prestidigitator. Isn't he part of the uh, origins of this music? Gamboy uh, Dukes. I'm trying to, you know, you're 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 fast forwarding again, and I'm just trying to. Well, okay. Uh, you know, hit me with some of that horrible Judas Priest shit. I don't. I I'm honestly. Anything I, where he looks like he's about to be attacked in a bondage suit. That's all. Everything, isn't uh, it? And it's not from the '70s. It's something from the '90s or 2000s. That looks like it. Yeah. No, this is all. That sounds like. That sounds great to me. Well, they, they, <laughs> they had Simon Phillips on drums on some of the stuff. He's the drummer uh, with Jeff Beck, and then he played for the Who. Let me hold on one second. He's the drummer on Face to Face. So they have. So, so what? What year are you saying? That one in was in the '90s or in 2000s. Okay. That one was what 77. That sounded like Simon Phillips. In the '90s, they have Painkiller, Jugulator. Uh, Demolition is 2001 Angel of Retribution is 2005 And Nostradamus in 2008 Which one of those do you think is a It's here, the 2000 What's what's before the 2001? Uh, 2000 In 1997 they have Jugulator Let's hear that one for a second Please hold Is that with, um 
that with what's his name? Rob Halford? Nope. Okay, wait, wait. It's got to be with Rob Halford. Okay, well, hold on. 2001, then. maybe. Well, Jugulator, he's already gone by 97? Yeah, but he comes back. Oh, he does? Yeah. All right, well, not in 2001. Uh, 2005, Angel of Retribution. Got it. Rob Halford, okay. <clears throat> All right, so. Angel of Retribution, let's listen. definitely got harder. I guess it's not death metal. Never mind. Scratch that part. I mean, unless there's a... The, I don't know. It sounds... It's, it literally sounds the same to me. Right. Um, and it sounds great. I'm bobbing my head. I like that. It wasn't bad. I thought uh, it was great. So, uh, okay. Number five. Yeah. Ozzy Osbourne. He should be definitely ahead of that, but I don't know. Was he separate from Black Sabbath? Uh, yeah, I guess so. It says right now that it just has him as Ozzy Osbourne. That's cool. I dig that. Five. Yeah, I can't argue. Anywhere you want to put him. It says five. here, though, on Ranker, the genres are doom metal, glam metal, blues rock. Uh, I, I think that's weird. Doom metal. I've never heard of doom metal. Number four. Yes. Led Zeppelin. 
Well, okay, I guess. I don't know. That's their list. This is Ranker, the voted on by the people. Number four. Okay, that's possible. That is actually possible. They have some heavy songs. Yeah, what oh, do you no, think they is, definitely do. What do you think is the he- heaviest Led Zeppelin song? Well, there's some heavy stuff on Presence. And uh, then we got uh, Good Times, Bad Times is an early kind of heavy one. Uh, How Many More Times is pretty heavy. Dazed and Confused is pretty heavy. Heartbreaker. I don't know. They're kind of like the first really, really heavy metal band. I thought, but wasn't Black Dog heavy? Yep, Black Dog's pretty heavy too, but you know what I mean? They're so... They're so entwined in the blues that it's just loud blues, really. It's like Zeppelin. The thing is, um, in my opinion, heavy metal encompasses not really so much blues, more just loudness and then classical music. There's no jazz or blues in heavy metal, but there's lots of classical. And uh, Jimmy Page doesn't play classical. He's a, he's a blues player. Hendrix is a blues player. Now, Tony Iommi and Black Sabbath and that weird organ player, they encompass, and they're the first classical influence heavy music, in my opinion, in, that, in modern day. I mean, for this matter, someone like Bach might have been the first heavy metal artist. We just haven't heard of how loud he was. I see what you're saying. Maybe when they when the people saw him, if they didn't know what heavy metal was, they'd be like, well, God, Bach, Bach is clearly the leader of that. Ah, Or Beethoven. Bach. I don't know. Ba-na-na-na. You know. I mean, he wasn't deaf. For, he probably went deaf. The shit was so loud. You think he was a... Uh, Beethoven is the first heavy metal. End of story. Okay. <laughs> well, good night, everybody. I mean, what? Heavy metal is classical and riff-driven. How much more classical and riff-driven can you get than da-na-na-na, da-na-na-na? He is clearly the first heavy metal music. There you go. So fuck all y'all. Number three, according to Ranker.com. But no, let me just, before you get to that, that, uh-huh. that point about it being classical and not blues, that is really true. So that's why, that's why Sabbath is, is king of, of heavy metal, not Zeppelin. I see. Zeppelin is king of, of loud blues, or so is Cream and Hendrix. And, and also The Who. Now, The Who get, is a little bluesy, but hand, uh, you wouldn't classify um, Towns as a, as a blues player. You would classify Page, Hendrix, and Clapton as blues players, and even Jeff Beck, but not Townsend. So, once again, getting a little closer. So Townsend's not classical, but he's more uh, orchestral and symphonic. So, I really feel like Pete Townsend is more of a originator of heavy metal than Jimmy Page. Interesting. That's interesting. All yeah. right. Well, that's a. I don't. I don't know as much about you, but uh, I mean, classical uh, music and heavy metal. That's the shit, man. Huh? Well, number. Th- did I tell you number three? Yeah. What was it? And that's why Randy Rhodes is one of the biggest parts of heavy metal. It's classical, but he's classically trained. He plays classical music. Okay, number three. Did I tell you what number three was? No, we, I think we did Led Zeppelin. Okay. Number three, Pantera. Pantera. 
Wow, now we're jumping ahead. You know, they're fucking sick, man. I liked Vinnie Paul. Good drummer. Guitar player. Amazing guitar player. Not really my thing, but... It, and, and honestly, well, here was the thing. Now, where's your classical influence with these guys? Not as much, really. And in my opinion, that's why they're not a heavy metal band. They are a, a hard rock shuffle band. They're a Texas blues band that, that, play, that was influenced by hard rock. Look, you're not going to call Van Halen heavy metal. They're not. They're, they, I mean... I don't know. Eddie, Eddie influenced uh, heavy metal players like a motherfucker. Yeah. But honestly, like Eddie's influences, he's he's influenced by Clapton and stuff, and he was classically trained. So there's that. But they're not really a heavy metal band, in my opinion. No, and I uh, they do not consider themselves to be a heavy metal band. Yeah, just like Zeppelin didn't consider themselves to be a heavy metal band. It's a put down for those people. Yeah. But yeah. All right, go on. Number two. Wait, what was number three again? Pantera. Yeah, Pan. So yeah, no. Nah, man. You got if you're gonna call, then you gotta call ZZ Top a heavy metal band. Z Pantera is like ZZ Top 2.0. That's all. It's just a heavier ZZ Top. Except that fucking Lincoln Singer is out of his fucking mind. In what Phil way? Phil Anselmo. That guy's that guy's hardcore. Hardcore uh, in terms of what? Uh, you know, frontman, lead singer, like you know Henry Rollins style. Oh. That one song, Are You Talking to Me? Whatever. Oh, man. That shit is hard. I really like that stuff, but I can't really listen to it much. What is it? Something Cowboy? Cowboys from Hell? I don't know. I, I don't even know. I just know it's, uh... You know, it's like, Respect! Are you talking to me? That one? Fucking nuts. That's like some heavy metal. That's like some fucking uh, full metal jacket music. That's what you play when before you like storm a high school. But not heavy metal in your opinion. Well, it's loud and it's hard, but it's kind of swinging. It's too swinging to be heavy metal. It's kind of, yeah, for so me. Heavy metal doesn't swing. Heavy metal is not blues or swing. Gotcha. That's why Zeppelin, although they're loud and heavy, and yeah, mm, they're too bluesy. Hendrix, too bluesy. Clapton, too bluesy. It's not, it's not heavy metal. Art. So you are you take issue with the, the loud blues? And that's why I'm fucking uh, for uh, heavy metal. Yeah, Van Halen is truly a hybrid. They're like a blues heavy metal band in a way. They have a lot of elements that are the blueprint for like modern day heavy metal. But then again, the guitar playing is so fucking bluesy, and so is the drumming. And quite frankly, the singing is all blues. It's there's no he's not a heavy metal singer. No. That's all blues based. He's closer to Janis Joplin than he is Rob Halford. So it's whatever. I, again, I know for a fact that they did not consider themselves to be heavy metal. Yeah. Number two. Ah. Iron Maiden.
I guess that would have to. Yeah, I mean, they're clearly heavy metal. Number two, though? <coughs> this is according to Ranker.com. Well, it's fucking number one. So you have nothing to say about Iron Maiden? I don't even hills? know a single person in the band. Oh, I know their mass. I know the guy. I know Eddie the monster. Other than that, I don't know anyone in the band. Uh, the tattoo millionaire? I don't know who that is. <laughs> who is that guy? Iron Maiden. Well, you know, as we've said before, a complete Led Zeppelin ripoff. Bruce Dickinson had a solo song called The Tattooed Millionaire that they used to play on uh, Z-Rock all the time. Ah. He is the lead singer. Uh, they were formed in London, East London in 1975. It says here they are pioneers of the new wave of British heavy metal. Interesting. I would say that that's acceptable. I know I'm very... I have some serious blind spots in the, in the genre, so I don't know everything. I do know about the classical aspect and the blues aspect. Other than that, I'm a fucking idiot savant. Number one. Yeah. On Ranker.com, best metal band of all time. A Baraka Sabbath. Rack of Sabbath. Breakfast at Tiffany's. You cannot, or will you argue with this? Black I'm Sabbath. not arguing with Black <laughs> Sabbath, no, because once again, that's that's true. Now, isn't there another band, though? What's the other band with the... I guess I'm thinking of Deep Purple. They don't even mention Deep Purple. Not in the top ten. Uh, give you a quick de- rundown. Eleven, System of a Down. System of a Down? <laughs> 12, Alice Cooper, 13, Alice in Chains, 14, Tool, 15, Slipknot, 16, Van Halen, 17, Deep Purple, 18, Guns N' Roses, 19, Rob Zombie, and 20, Anthrax. Guns N' Roses is not heavy metal. And 21... Anthrax is heavy metal. Is Scorpions. How about Bio-fucking-Hazard? 21 is Scorpions. Uh, Bio-Hazard, I think they were local. Maybe they were more of a local thing. All right, fair enough. How about... Uh, I'll tell you, after 20, the bands... Uh, or maybe after 21, 
you, you start getting bands that I've not listened to. But you get your Danzigs, you get your kisses. You get your Danzigs there, dude. Dude, you got your Danzigs, you got your kisses, you got Wasp. I mean, these are some of these bands that I've gone to see. And then there's bands I have not seen. Um, they have Faith No More. Twisted, Twisted Sister at number 45. Um, what do you think about them? I think they might have been a heavy metal band. <clears throat> you do? I got to tell you, in the 80s, uh, that uh, Stay Hungry record... Mm-hmm. <clears throat> or I guess I had, I had the CD at that point, or a cassette. Yeah. I, I I never stopped playing that. That was just that record, start to finish. Twisted Sister, Stay Hungry, pedal to the metal, driving down to the Jersey Shore, windows open, sunglasses on. Is that the one with the uh, videos? With we don't want to, we're not going to take. We're it. not going to take it. Stay hungry, Mister Howdy. There's just so many, so many on that on that record. Or Captain Howdy. I mean, just a, it's just great, great couple of records they put out. Um, is he from Long Island? Yeah, I think he is a uh, either New Jersey or Long Island. Now let me tell you something. Yeah. Uh-huh. We're not going to take it. No, we're not. Now, isn't oh. that a nod to Pete Townsend and Tommy? Why? What does he say? We're not going to take it. Oh, probably then. <laughs> then I guess that's more than a nod. We're not going to take it. Never did and never will. That I, one? I would not doubt that Twisted Sister was right. uh, influenced and, by And then there's the that film. nod. And then, okay, now Van Halen, uh, at the end of their song, they also do a nod to Tommy in the chords. Uh, which song is that again? Uh, which one is that? I have no idea what you're saying. Uh, it's on the first album. <coughs> uh, the chords at the end of the song there, it's, it's, it's completely Tommy. It's the Who. They take the Who and just change it slightly, but it's obviously a, a Who, a nod to the Who. Oh, let me remember what song it is. Running with the Devil, Eruption, You Really Got Me, Ain't Talking About Love, I'm the One, Jamie's Crying, Atomic Punk, Feel Your Love Tonight, Little Dreamer, Ice Cream Man, and On Fire. Ain't Talking About Love? The end of Ain't Talking About Love. Right after that. Hey, hey, hey. Those chords, that whole section there is is, uh, the same thing that we're not going to take it. Tommy. Oh, it is? Okay, I didn't know. So those two nods to, to the same song and Tommy from heavy metal bands or bands that are associated with heavy metal. Or just bands that were influenced by The Who. Uh, Pete Townsend, he originated the genre. Uh, it all goes back to that, does it? Just saying. Do you think, uh, do you think this is an homage by Eddie Van Halen? Or I do, do you think absolutely, he's having yes. a, absolutely a Danny Partridge moment? No, I think it's an homage. I think they played note for note fucking live at Leeds over and over again. That's legendary that they played those in the back, backyard parties live at Leeds. 
Oh, uh, oh, okay. Gotcha. And the, uh, Tommy medley is part of Live at Leeds. All right. Well, there you go. Like I said, Live at Leeds is some of the first heavy metal. And it's the stuff from Tommy in it that is. That is no, there's no way around it that that Live at Leeds shit is not some of the first heavy metal music. And it's probably what influenced fucking, uh, well, this is the thing. Mm-hmm. Tom, eh, okay, well, I, eh, I don't know. I'm going to scratch what I'm saying there. Okay. Because I think Live at Leeds might have come out in 1970. So it's not like that's like years before everything else. But the music on Live at Leeds is the music from Tommy, which came out in 69. I just feel like Pete Townsend is right in there with these originators of the genre. Uh, Live at Leeds is the first live album by The Who. Um, It was recorded at the University of Leeds Refectory on February 14th, 1970. Yeah, that album is really really something. Anyway, okay. Yeah, number one was uh, Black Sabbath. Yeah, you can't really disagree with that, though, because this is the thing. Mm -hmm. Black Sabbath... Is is one of the originators, and they also are one of the bands that's just that is almost only that. Like they didn't get far outside of that. Right. They didn't evolve. They didn't need to. You know what I mean? Like they they don't have squeeze box. That's not heavy metal. <clears throat> right. Rough boys, not heavy metal. Uh no, and even when we did our show about uh, you know old bands, new music, and we listened to the new Ozzy that was out. It sounded great. It sounded like old Ozzy. Yeah, Ozzy is truly heavy metal. You know, he's not... This is the thing. He's, Ozzy doesn't know much more than heavy metal. He that's doesn't what he need does. to. He does Ozzy, it and he does it well. Yeah, well, that's true. This is the thing. You can be a jack of all trades or a master of one. Mm-hmm. And he masters... He's a master of being a heavy metal singer. You don't want Ozzy singing fucking standards. Leave that, to fucking, leave that shit to Rod Stewart. Rod Stewart can shit up the fucking genre. All right, now. Like, can you imagine Ozzy singing fucking What a Wonderful World This Would Be? It would probably sell, but it would also smell like shit. All right. Uh, let's go on to Yahoo, who has given us their top 10 heavy metal songs of all time. Okay. All right. Their number 10. Kenny Loggins. Rock City. Detroit Leaning. Detroit Leaning. Detroit Rock City. What are you, are you a fan of Kiss at all? Kiss is like a Broadway play without Broadway. It kind of is, right? Yeah, I don't think they... Wait, what are they saying? They're number what? Number 10. The number 10 heavy metal song? According to Yahoo Entertainment, Detroit Rock Detroit City. Detroit Rock City. Uh... Would you like me to read what they said? 
Okay, I would say that Kiss is not really heavy metal though because they're more just like hard rock. I agree with that. Hard, hard, hard rock, glam rock, parody rock. I don't know what the fuck it is. <laughs> I, you know, when I was younger, I thought they were heavy metal, but now I feel like they are firmly some sort of glam rock band. With they had their outfits were, yeah, their outfits were more heavy metal than their songs were. Yeah, and once again, Ace Frehley. There's no classical playing there. He's not a classical player. He's total blues. I do love Ace Frehley. His shit is all blues-based. Uh, according to Yahoo, most guitar solos are just there, that's all. But this one makes the song Kiss always sided on the pop or hard rock side of heavy metal, rarely going for the full-on, and therefore were never considered an official metal band. Sorry, I misplaced the rule book. If I were a hardcore metalhead, though, I'd be proud to have this song among the ranks. All right, I'm not going to argue with it, but I don't agree with it. How about them apples? Okay, those apples are absolutely fine. Number nine, Running with the Devil, Van Halen. But that's fine. I'm sticking with this one. David Lee Roth announcing the coming of the guitar solo is just too good an idea to let go of. That guitar tone alone is enough to get me interested. Their rhythm section is why I stayed. All right. Number eight. Now, this is not a band we have spoken of. I don't even know if you know the band. Number eight. At War with Satan, Venom.
But what's the band? Venom or Venom what is saying? the name of the band. I've heard of Venom, and uh, now see now we're getting into it. Uh, this they are much harder. Right? Yes. This is not. This is a different genre entirely, in my opinion. Yes. So, okay, I don't know much about them. Uh, this I, don't, I don't care to know much about them. This is horrible music, says one YouTube commentator. Oh, he this knows. Is, this is terrible, says another. With endorsements like this, I can't see how you wouldn't be interested. I figure what evokes strong emotion is worth checking out. I'm not interested in hearing stuff that people describe as, uh, it's okay, I guess. Added bonus, this cut is 20 minutes long, oh, so you can listen to it three times an hour. All That's right. 24 about, times in an eight-hour shift. I got to tell you. Yeah. All these people have forgotten a big proponent of the genre, and that is King Diamond. St- do you want to hear about a bit of this song? Or what? Oh, this song? Yeah. Okay. Not really. terrible. This is like Megadeth influenced. So I just want to say this. There are some heavy metal bands that to me are just more punk. Punk metal than heavy metal. And uh, I get that with with this a little bit. At least it sounds it to me. Yeah. Um, when I was in high school, I don't know if you remember or if this was part of your high school. We lived in such different uh, areas. A big thing was jean jackets with stuff painted on the back panel. Yeah, everybody had that. This uh, There was a guy in my school who had the Venom logo, which is an amazing logo, painted on the back of his jean jacket. And I liked Venom. Uh, they had a song called Sacrifice. S-A-C-R-I-F-I-C-E. Sacrifice. Sacrifice. That sounds demonic to me. Yeah, no, that's, that's what I'm saying. It's like devil punk or something. It's... I, I enjoyed it because I thought it was hysterical. This is one of those things that, you know, it entertained me probably in the wrong ways, but I, I thought it was very funny. Um, so I'm, I'm familiar with Venom. Uh, I, don't, I don't put them in, in that strong heavy metal category just because they always sounded a little punkish. Or in, in my mind, they did. Maybe uh, that's just me, though. All right. Number seven, the number of the beast, Iron Maiden. I left alone, my mind was blank. I needed time to think to get the memories from my mind. What did I see? Can I believe that what I saw that night was not just fantasy Just what I saw Thank you. 
Yeah. You know, you're going to tell me that uh, Shout at the Devil is not heavy metal? I'm just saying that number seven... No, no one's mentioning Motley Crue at all. Motley Crue was on the other list, but way down the list. Okay. Uh, number seven, uh, Iron Maiden, The Number of the Beast. Lots of devil stuff here at the top of the list. Not intentional, just happened. Never met Satan personally, but I've heard things. Some folks, have you. Some folks prefer the earliest Maiden, and that's reasonable. Who wouldn't take all of Killers? But I'll settle for the Dickinson years. Between The Number of the Beast, Peace of Mind, and Power Slave, Iron Maiden pretty much wrote the playbook for the Galloping Horses edition of Heavy Metal. I don't like a heavy metal band unless uh, one of the guys stabs another one of the guys in the band. Is that one of those Norway black yeah. metal things? And I think they should invite the guy who's writing this article to one of their rehearsals. Uh, number six, N.I.B. Black Sabbath. All right, now that is just straight up racist. What did you say? N.I. what? N.I.B. Oh, black okay, Sabbath. Never mind. My name is Lucifer. Please take my hand. Oh, no, that's good. Well, he said, please. I could listen to this riff for an hour. In fact, I have. The song is so sturdy that not even an under-rehearsed emergency Ozzy Osbourne band could mess with it. That's indestructible power. All right. Number five. South of Heaven, Slayer. Now you're getting into that harder stuff. I think there's a separation of genres here. Mm-hmm. This is death metal. Right. There's death metal. There's speed metal. There's black metal. There's a lot of different metals. Yeah. So when you say greatest heavy metal, I, I think you should just say greatest metal. Because it, there's there are a whole bunch of different metals. A lot of different metal. Uh, 
South of Heaven Slayer, according to Bill Hello Satan Baloney, South of Heaven gets a lot of flack for being slower than most Slayer music. Even Carrie King calls it his least favorite Slayer album. But I think the doom level of this riff is a stone classic, and I have to believe that even if King didn't like the album, he surely liked the opening cut. All bands put the junk at the end of the album where no one can find it. Do they? Shit. Number four. You put the junk in the at the two thirds mark, and then you spice it up at the very end. You retard. Oh, okay. Now you all know the secret. Well, well what are you gonna do? Or else put it at the very end. No, you hide it somewhere towards the middle end. Everyone knows that. The beginning's hot. The ending's hot. The middle's got to be hot too. But right after the middle, you can have a last when everyone goes takes a piss. It's the fucking bass solo. Number four, Satan's Fall by Merciful Fate. Every heavy metal band doesn't have to have something to do with Satan. This fucking idiot. This is like <laughs> Beavis and Buttheadville. Yeah, it is, it's, pretty, it's pretty much uh, been the case. Almost all songs are devil-related for this person. Uh, number three. Fight Fire with Fire. Metallica. person says i first went with for whom the bell tolls and then considered seek and destroy and ended up with this one 
as I enjoyed my illegal downloads of the various tracks. No, no, just kidding, Lars. I paid for it out of my allowance, I swear. I noticed how low budget the first album now sounds. Proof that while Bob, proof that while Bob Rock was a good idea for your continued success, ideas and enthusiasm still trump bucks. By the way, every night I yell out, jump in the shower, the end is near. This song was my inspiration. I'm not hard to live with. I'm impossible. God, this guy loves himself. (laughs) He's having fun, I guess. Okay, number two. Yeah. Black Sabbath, Black Sabbath. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, one final Black Sabbath tune before I go. Sometimes I think I should start up a concerned parents committee and dredge up all the PMRC type hysteria just so kids today will immediately want to check out old Black Sabbath albums. You heard it from me, kids. Don't listen to Black Sabbath, it will ruin your life. Whatever you do in life, do not put this record on. I can trust you, kid, right? Yeah. Number one, according to this person on Yahoo Entertainment. Let me see who this person is, by the way. Rob O'Connor. Number one, according to Rob O'Connor, Ace of Spades, Motorhead. He says, honestly, I could make a list of 25 Motorhead songs and call it the 25 greatest heavy metal songs of all times, and maybe one day I will. But for now, if you haven't already, pick up No Remorse, their greatest hits album, and feel the sensation of sticking your head into a blender. If you don't enjoy the experience, stick with harp music. Harp music. Harp. I record the harp music. I like uh, the harp of Valley PTA. Harp music. Talk about mm. Harp music. So what did you think there about that uh, list? I don't like this guy. I don't like his list. I don't like the bands. It's, I, don't, I, don't like, I don't like that stuff. I'm not a devil worshiper. So let me just say this I don't like to, to watch gay porn uh, ironically. And Uh-oh. I don't like to listen to Satan music inadvertently. So we talked about this briefly. You're not a metal guy in general. Mm, sci-fi, metal, not my thing. Although I do like the movie Heavy Metal. So why did you agree to do a show about well, music? Well, I still then? appreciate music, and I, I do like certain parts of the genre. I I love uh, I like a lot of Van Halen, and I like a lot of uh, Black Sabbath, and I like a lot of Led Zeppelin, and I like a lot of the Pete Townsend. But you have said that you don't really think that they're heavy metal. Well, I like the I like the uh, main ingredients of heavy metal. I don't like what they did with it. 
I see. You know, there's new, it's like some sort of nouveau fusion cook messing up the food. You know, heavy metal's beef. Heavy metal's got some cheese. Uh huh. But I don't want you making that beef and cheese and fucking it up with some sort of hippie conundrum. Conundrum? Conundrum. Conundrum. Um, I'm right. just saying, you know, mm-hmm. I like loud, hard music. I, you know, but I like, you know, I like, you know, stuff that's, you know, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, to each his own. That's what I'm going to say. All right. So uh, maybe we should have an in conclusion then. In conclusion, Black Sabbath, definitely best heavy metal band ever. Uh-huh. Other than that, go frucker yourself. Oh, shit. What? No? I don't know. How about... Uh, Is that something Reverend Marty would say? When he gets back, I'll let you know. <laughs> Let's see. What about Doc Shenanigans? Does he like heavy metal? He's only in the morning. He doesn't like oh. heavy metal. He's more of a Lawrence Welk kind of guy. Mm-hmm. He's, a war- he's a Lawrence Welk kind of guy? Yeah. A do- doc shenanigans? Yeah, it's all a show. He, he I see. He works with the kids, but he's he's old school. As long as he's not touching he's them. Sixty five. Well, he has an eighteen year old girlfriend. That's, he is sixty five. Okay, then he is. What do you call doc shenanigans for nothing? What about Boney Maroney? Wow, she's just an innocent bystander, or she might be his recruiter. I, no. Hey now. Not if I'm Boney Maroney, I'm not recruiting. Oh, oh sorry. You're gross, bro. All right, so in conclusion, Black Sabbath, uh, you agree, is the, is the best metal band. You also are of the mind that Pete Townsend is the godfather of heavy metal. Yeah, I'm going to put it that way, You're too. willing to take that, that to the bank. And Beethoven. And Beethoven. Yeah, probably Beethoven. Most likely Beethoven. Yes. All right, so this has been our episode all about heavy metal. Uh, maybe not all about because we do uh, veer off a little bit, but that's fine. Um, I just also wanted to say that uh, we put up a couple of things on the website. Uh, well, yeah, a couple of things on the website that weren't exactly podcasty. Um, one is a reaction video. Um, I had gone out of my way to find something that I thought was brand new that Dave had never heard before and also was funky because I wanted to get his reaction uh, to something that I knew was something he knew and would probably like. And uh, he didn't like it. He thought it was okay, but uh, he had a lot to say about, uh, uh, about, the, about the song. So you can uh, check that out on our website. At, uh, it, there's video attached to it, too. So it's him watching a video and making comments. Um, and, you know, Dave generally being Dave. Uh, that's on Middle Age Cool Kids. Dot com, uh, right on the front page there. Um, it's a Dave reaction video. Also, um, when we did our Steely Dan episode uh, recently, it was episode number 66, um, I had discovered, you know, with, I guess, a lot of other people that there was this lost Gaucho album before the real Gaucho album came out, and on it was a song called The Second Arrangement that had been destroyed accidentally they tried to re-record it, um, but they just, they, I think it was, uh, I think this, the wind was out of the sails at that point. But on the Lost Gaucho, there is a version without drums, and uh, I asked Dave to put drums to it for me, and he did. I, I love the song, and now that Dave's put drums to it, it I can... It sounds so amazing. I love the guitar, too. A little guitar, too, um, and... Uh, 
That is also up on our website, so check that out. That is the second arrangement, Upbeat Groove Mix, uh, by way of Dave. So thank you for that. I do appreciate it. I, I love it. I love it so much. It's uh, If I had to give a top 10 uh, Steely Dan song list, uh, it would be my number two. Oh. So Asia, of course, would be number one. Number two, second arrangement, upbeat groove mix. Number three, FM. Hey, F you, huh? If those aren't your top three, we're not friends. If you don't like FM, F you. Oh, good. <laughs> All right. So uh, this is Boney Maroney and Dr. Well, I just had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> hey, do yourself a favor and stay out of the general vicinity of that room. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, excellent. Um, so uh, just take care of yourself. We have a lot of stuff that you can listen to if you find yourself lonely and bored in your quarantine isolation. And if you're not quarantining yourself, uh, quarantining yourself or isolating yourself, and please, if you're lonely and bored, listen to the please Bony rethink and Lord that. Show. Uh, please rethink that and st- and just stay home for a little bit. And let's do our best to. Uh, Nip this shit. Sit down, Francis. All right. All right. Uh, thanks a lot, everybody. Uh, we will see you next time, America. Sit down, Francis. Mm-hmm. You said that twice. Fred, Fred, I'm Frankie. Eat some Fritos, Tantus. I really do wish you did the whole show as Reverend Martin. Uh-huh. <laughs>